Welcome to Wake Up Nation. Appreciate y'all spending your mornings with us. And joining me today is uh, James and Jeremy. James, how the hell are you this morning, sir? I'm doing great. And I officially voted two days ago. So you are a part of the problem. Jeremy, how how are you? (laughs) I'm fantastic, uh, McGee. I'll be taking Grandpa to vote on Tuesday next week. uh, Like an American should. Vote on voting day. (laughs) No, I get where James I, is coming from. Get it done early. Got to work. Got to take care of family and stuff. So David keeps forgetting that one, Jeremy. <laughs> I, work a, I work a 24-hour shift, and if I'm on duty on voting day, I can't vote. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah, but you're not working on voting day, are you? Oh, I forget already. You're not. <laughs> you're not. We've discussed this. But anyways, <laughs> Bazinga, gotcha. We're gonna, uh, no, we're going to have to edit that out. No, 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 no. There, there will be no Actually, editing. no, I am working. I am working that third. I am working the second and the third. So there you go. Yeah, okay. Take Let's it back. Get, no, 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 no. <laughs> how bazinga, convenient. How convenient. How convenient. Double, double infinity bazingas. All right, on you. How convenient that, that, that the narrative has changed. Okay, Am I so, talking to you or the pumpkin right now? I'm not sure. I'm talking. Oh. I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, Mrs. Biden. I'm talking to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we are recording this on Saturday morning. We're what uh, three days away from the election. Yeah. Uh, the early voting numbers are enormous. The last number that I saw was around 60 million. Uh, I'm sure it's gone up from that. That, that, that was early yesterday. Um, so for the first time ever in the history of the United States, this many people have gone out and early voted. It's, it, I think this is going to be the biggest turnout in the history of, uh, American politics. And a lot of it has to do with the, with the campaigns mostly directed towards getting Biden elected, but the campaigns that are out there to make sure everyone is registered and voting, voting early. I do not ever recall, and I know they're going to try to put this on the coronavirus or whatnot, but I don't ever recall so many young people voting early. It used to be something you did and you made time for your, by the way, your employer has to make has to make time for you to uh, go vote. So for, for people who are not aware of that, that is something your employer does have to do. They have to, by law, they have to give you a chance to go vote. They can't say, no, you're working 6 a.m. to uh, 8 p.m. and you're not allowed any kind of a break to go vote. So, uh, but with all that being said, and the early returns have been heavily Democrat, but I expect that because most of your Democrats are going to be voting early um they're gonna be voting by mail because a lot of them are the ones that are bugged up by the coronavirus and whatnot a lot of your trump supporters they're gonna be voting in person and that's it's one of the reasons why i'm, I'm voting in person because i i, I kind of just want to see for myself w- what the turnout is you know i i could have voted early sure that's my wife's doing that just because of where she works and where she would have to go vote is kind of a real big pain uh, but I'm going f- my, as soon as I get done with the radio show, uh, Monday morning, I can walk essentially to the voting poll. So I, I want to see what the turnout's going to be. I'm actually planning on walking because I got a funny feeling. There's not going to be a whole hell of a lot of parking because they, I don't think they're ready for the number of people that are going to come in. So with all that being said, uh, James, I'll kick it to you. What's your biggest concerns with the early voting? Historically, when you have large voter turnout, you're almost for, you're almost certain to have a Democratic president, uh, a Democratic liberal president win. Um, and my concern is is that the, a distortion of the numbers coming from the the purple states it, it is a we we've dealt we've dealt with that before here in Florida. Back, I believe it was 2000 when we dealt with Gore and Bush, the hanging chat, as everybody remembers it by. And the amount of time it's going to take to count all these ballots, I, I, 
I really do believe we're not going to know who the president is the morning of November 4th. I think it's almost Who's impossible. Be- um, yeah. Unless the numbers start coming in so slanted that the, the one or the other candidates just say to hell with it, I'm out. Um, I don't think either candidate's going to do that. I don't think there. this is not the... There will be no uh, polite political bow out on this election. I mean, no, no, there's more like to be. There's more likely to be riots. Yes, uh, Jeremy, what say you? Well, judging from uh, talk radio yesterday, conservative talk radio here in the Battle Creek, Kalamazoo area, Michigan, I am hearing that a lot of the blue states. There are pockets of early, or excuse me, early voter turnout that are showing a high amount of red. Uh, a lot of conservatives are getting out and voting early. A there is a strong presence in the usual suspect areas, especially your major metropolitan cities. However, out of Michigan, some some cities like Miami. Apparently, Miami is getting a strong red turnout. Um, we all know. You know, we've we've seen and and heard about the big rallies down in Florida, uh, but there are also enormous rallies going on in Michigan, Minnesota. I'm going to tell you where that comes from, I believe, living down here, the the red turnout. Mm -hmm. Remember, they were locked down for quite a bit at the beginning of the coronavirus. Right. And they are, they have a blue mayor. They have a lot of their city council when I was blue. And I think they're trying to flip that. They're, they're, they saw what it could do. So that scares the hell out of them. And then something else that's not being really talked about much, and I think it should be, is the Latino vote. Exactly. The Latino vote is flipping red. And it was always assumed that it would be about 70-30 blue. And I think you're going to see more of a true 50-50 because the Latinos that are involved in small businesses, and there are a lot of them, they are starting to see what side of the fence that they want to be on. And I've seen a lot of, you know, just for instance, Goya going up there to the white house and shaking hands with the president. And then immediately the next day, blue backers are out there trying to cancel culture Goya and telling you to boycott. Don't buy Goya. Right. And a Latino people remember that kind of stuff. Like, the, the, you know, they, you know, they basically say, why the hell can't he go up there? Now, I don't know if that'd be the same case if the guy would have been white. Right. But the fact that they were attacked, they, they think to themselves, why the hell are you attacking this guy who's just trying to run his business? So I, I really think and that's you know, got a Dave, lot to do with it. Go ahead. I like, I, and I agree with you 100%. I agree with 100% with your, your logic and your path of that because the large population of Latinos down there are, are from Cuba, Cuba, and they still have generational people that are verbally telling them the history of a socialist, communist type government and how it drills the people into poverty and, con- and conformity to the, to the, the need to be fed by the government and taken care of by the government. And they, they don't want that. And they're seeing that with this COVID handling that the, the Democratic government down there and across the, even the country has handled this in a very poorly and strong-handed way. Yeah, plus with, with all of this, we still have looming and ongoing riots across major cities in the U.S., the most current being Pittsburgh in the news and people are worried about their safety and security and COVID is a part of that safety and security. So when you have people cooped up in their houses for the majority of the year, then you have civil unrest in your major metropolitan cities. People are afraid. And also with James, what you were talking about earlier, your our second amendment rights, people want the freedom to protect themselves, their families, their homes. And if they've gotten, um, you know, if they've got their own small business that they're looking out for, by God, they're going to want to take care of that too. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And the whole, the whole thing is starting the riots. It, you know, obviously it started in Philadelphia with for people to get to the point where they're going to riot because someone, a police officer defends his life with 
deadly force when being attacked by deadly force. This has become just ridiculous. Guy pulls a knife on you. Look, it's just it's just like the old Sean Connery uh, line from uh, uh, the the Untouchables. You know, it's not it's not the it's not the police fault that that guy brought a knife to a gunfight, right? Right. And so, what most people don't know. Um, first, I want to caveat this with: I was a police officer for a short time in another state, and through training, you learn that someone can close a distance with a knife, a sharp object, anything like that, that can cause obviously serious bodily harm, if not death, Right. that they can close that distance faster than most people can draw a firearm and fire a well-placed shot. Right. It is fast, especially within 10 feet. Not to mention, okay, let's say a guy's got a knife, throw out the fact that he could stab you. Hell, he could throw the damn thing at you. And if he, he could, and, yeah. and if he knows what he's doing, that's that's deadly as well. So, well, if you're up here in the Midwest, people do a lot of axe throwing. So, right, exactly, I mean, anything's possible. You don't know what this guy's background is, what he's been doing in his, his spare time. He's out there throwing Chinese stars around. So, <laughs> why do we have to wait to find out? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's a deadly weapon or not. Thing is, you got a weapon. Police told you put it down. You didn't do it. Boom. And I, and I just. So I, for, for people to want to riot over this, it's asinine, and it's a breakdown of the American society. You know what this tells me, McGee, is that folks, these folks that believe that this stuff is okay, they have never experienced true fear for their life at any point in time in their lives. And, you know, it's... Never, um, right. They've never been a police officer, security, nothing. All they've ever no. done is just wander through life. Uh, J James is in the army. He's currently a firefighter. You, you, you're U.S. Army. You're a police officer. I was never in either one, but I did do security for a long time, uh, off and on. Uh, I did it as a secondary job. I done. I, I done. I did uh, unarming and uh, armed security. I'm gonna tell you right now, unarmed is is much more dangerous and much scarier. Hell of a lot Absolutely. scarier. Uh, in some of the places I did it, I can't believe I did. In fact, I had, a, I had a buddy that had to come talk me out of one job. That's a different story for a different show or whatever. But it, that was actually a pretty eye-opening situation. But they don't realize what, it, what it's like to, uh, con to constantly have your head on a swivel is I guess, the best way I can put it. You know, to, to, to be ill at ease. And then, so, and then they get in that situation where they're pulling any kind. It doesn't even have to be a knife. I don't give a damn if it was just a baseball bat. You don't know what this guy's capable of, uh, or girl. Um, so for them to start rioting over that, it's just the biggest. And you know it's Antifa involved. You know it is. There's no other explanation for it. No rational human being goes, well, this is ridiculous. This guy pulled a knife on a police officer. Come on. Come yeah, on. No. I, I'm not sure where this ideology truly stems from, but a lack of morals, ethics, respect, and just overall human decency from these people. And like I said, whether they've, they've been taught this or just haven't been taught anything, like I don't know if their parents gave them or raised them in like a, a nihilist lifestyle or, or, you know, socialist background or what have you, but this it's complete garbage. It's garbage. Uh, moving on from that, the early vote, early, early votes and polls and whatnot, wondering about how certain things will go. One of the things that I've, is interests me is, uh, so on the side during this pandemic, uh, I've been doing political calls. So I'm, I'm one of the jackasses that calls you and say, who are you voting for? And I've noticed how the, how the questions have changed over the last several days and what the questions are going to now is not only do they want to know what you're voting for, they're wanting to know specifically what is making you vote for Trump or Biden. Okay. And one of the things that I see popped up is give me three reasons why Trump is your president of choice. Three reasons why he would not have been in the same thing with Biden. And so I'm going to throw that to y'all. Give me three reasons why you are voting for Trump. Your main three reasons. Uh, James, I'll start with you. Well, one thing I always 
pulled is from a moral perspective. I've I've always been a, um, against um, the idea of abortion, and so I know from a Republican standpoint that is one of their staples is that their um, attempts to limit the ability to have an abortion. That's one of the reasons why I I strongly always end up voting Republican on the federal level. Uh, second is economics. He has, prior to the pandemic, successfully had the economic machine in our country um, ramping up. I mean, the stock market was, job markets was, both of them were growing exponentially. And with his interaction with China, he's no longer allowing China to be um, untethered, you know, like almost being supported by us on their growth. And then third is when he backed out of the Paris Accord and took, uh, got backed out of the uh, deal with Iraq, or I'm sorry, was I with Iran? Those are decisions that the president should be making, not trying to give nuclear uh, weapon capabilities to countries that are, in a, in a lot of ways, what I would consider radicalized. And so those are those are my three reasons. Jeremy, before I yeah, kick it, Jeremy, before I kick it to you, I just I, I have to tell some breaking news here that I, people will already know by the time this podcast comes up. But uh, man, you talk about terrible timing. Uh, Sean Connery died. Oh, gone it. Just as I mentioned his name, he's 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 uh, popped up on breaking news. Sean Connery died at the age of ninety. Um, so, anyways, uh, hate to put that that. <laughs> that leveler on but if someone's listening to this podcast in a couple hours and goes and he just mentioned sean connery did he know he was dead i just wanted to put that out there um what are your three reasons mine are i'm gonna have to piggyback off james just a bit uh the economy these aren't in order the economy obviously the job growth the independence from foreign oil the ability for the united states to I equate it in some form of isolationism pre-World War II and the fact that we're doing things on our own. We're not relying on other countries as much, and I would like to see a lot more of that. I dig the tariffs on China. I know a lot of people don't. And the president said, as soon as he got elected, he goes, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt for a little bit. But in the long term, we are going to be much better for it. And I agree with that. That's it's simple economics. And I don't understand why the folks that oppose it don't realize it and understand it. Uh, two, I'll go along with the, the morals and ethics on abortion. Absolutely. It's I've never understood the freedom of choice of they think that it's it's their it's their body. They made a decision to to make an adult decision to be with someone else and you have conceived a child, you conceived a child, you have a responsibility. And I can only think that your, your disposition or opinion that you don't have a responsibility is because you lack faith, um, which is a whole nother topic. And third, I like the fact that despite what, what former vice president Joe Biden says, President Trump is not divisive. He obviously at his rallies has rallied more people together and come together for a common cause. You can dislike his delivery. You can dislike his his speeches, his the way he he orates or whatever. But the fact is, there there are some great things that he's done for communities across the spectrum in the United States, and he's. He's been crushing it. So, again, you don't have to like his delivery. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little hard um, and some other things as well. But all in all, man, it's a great benefit to us in making the United States. Um, I have to hit number one with the bullet is the economy. I just I, I, I trust him more than anyone else to get their economy. It, that's also tied into the coronavirus 
I don't want to see a damn shutdown. I don't want to see, you know, and that's what my fear would be is if Biden gets into office, we're going to be shut down. We're going to be under the thumb and more of a socialist type of atmosphere where the government is governing us. And that's one of the reasons why I don't have an issue with uh, the, the whole uh, abortion topic, because I've always been someone that says, keep big government out of your personal life. So do I agree with people who have these late-term abortions? No, but I also don't believe I have the right to tell them either. I just, it's just one of those things. It's like, man, you know, everyone comes up with, uh, grows up a different way and you can't force religion down someone's throat. It's the whole reason why we are supposed to have freedom of religion in this country. Even choosing not to be religious is freedom of religion. But the biggest point is that I just don't like the fact that I, I want less government in my life, not more. So the whole abortion thing, but at the same token, I'm not a big fan of those, uh, late term abortions. I think there needs to be some kind of cutoff because at some point you're going from, uh, it's your choice to just being cruel. Right. Um, so, but my, my second one would be the fact that he's brought jobs back to the U S and a lot of that has to do with the tariffs over in China and whatnot, bringing back jobs to the U S that, that ties in with the economy. My number one reason for ever voting for someone has usually got to do with the economy, to, to be honest with you. Stay, stay the hell out of my personal life and, and build the economy. That's all I really ever care about, you know? And the third, the third one would be the, uh, you know, I don't think he's really enforced it, but he said it a bunch. So it sounds good, but the whole law and order thing, he's more likely to put a foot in the ass of someone who is pulling the stunts they were pulling out in Portland than Biden would ever because because Biden's going to be a puppet. He's going to fold to the left, and I mean the extreme left. I'm not talking about your level-headed Democrats. I'm talking about the extreme left loons that uh, basically, you know, the AOCs and uh, what's the lady's name that married her brother? Uh, the Ilhan Omar. Omar, yeah. Uh, that's that just creeps me out to no joy. But uh, the the uh, you let those two idiots get involved in making major decisions for no apparent reason. They have no actual background to to be doing such. Hell, AOC was what a bartender like five years ago. So you right. know what, you know I'm going to try to refrain from using pretty nasty language, but I'm not a fan of hers. And uh, I really wish the idiots in New York would vote her the hell out. But they're just rolling over. Uh, voting someone because because you think they're cute is not a reason to vote for someone. It just isn't, you know. Um, I think that most of these votes are based on, or at least on the other side, I should say, are based on emotion. They're not based on. Well, facts. it's also in that district. I knew people who live up there in New York. In that district, she essentially runs on a post. There's a ridiculous amount of money that is pumped in by the Democratic Party to make sure she she gets reelected. She's going to get reelected. It's just going to happen. It's just it's it sucks because the opponent that they picked for her, the lady's name is uh, escaping my mind, but uh, she's a very formidable opponent. If you if you put her resume up against AOC's, it's 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 not a fight. It's an execution, right? But she's not going to win because you're in a liberal area of New York and they pump in ads. If you're in your in social media, they're pump, pump, pumping in a ridiculous amount of ads into your social media. If your pen is sitting in that area, you're getting nothing but AOC junk at you every day. So I just don't see him winning. Um, if I had a fourth reason, I, I'm a big fan of the platinum deal. I, you know, I like the fact that he's going to because. You heard too many people during the riots talk about how reparations, we need to get free money and reparations. And Trump is, is saying, look, we're going to help you rebuild your communities, but we're going to put it on you. In other words, we're going to give you a loan and give you a chance to build something for yourself. I have no issue with that. You know, some people might think it's unfair because, you know, do you see them doing that specifically for other uh, ethnic groups? No, but I, you know, I get the mentality of it. So. Uh, the fact that they're going to make someone earn something and not just give it to them, fair enough. You're not just going to get out there and just get repar. You're not just going to get a check 
which is just going to go to buy Nike stuff, which is going to do nothing but give more money to China at the end of the day. So uh, I'm I'm fine with with the money going to the platinum deal as opposed to other terrible ideas that you've seen. Uh, give me one reason why you would not have voted for Trump. Let's say that if there was a better candidate, a candidate you would have chosen for the Republican Party. Just give me one reason why you why you may not have voted for Trump. I'm not saying that you ever seriously thought about it, but it's a reason you're like, okay, I get why someone wouldn't want to vote for Trump. Uh, James? It's simple. He is not presidential, and there is that is not a political term. It is something that the president is supposed to bring people to the table. And he is, he is, he, if you are his enemy, you know you are his enemy. And he does not have any uh, decorum with those people. And so, yeah, it's hard to maybe negotiate with Schumer or Pelosi. Um, but these are the people you have to sit down and work out things and come to a conclusion at least at some at some level of civility. And I, I would say all three of those people have that same problem. And it's a shame because the American people need these people to come together and, and work together and stay at the table until they have an agreement. But I definitely don't believe that he is not a president that brings people together in the political forum. And that does limit his abilities because he needs everybody's at some point, he needs the House and the Senate to work with him to achieve the things I think that are, are worthy of being achieved, like, of helping the less fortunate. But they, everybody wants to do it their way. And as the president, his one job is to bring everybody together and try to get to the table and do that discussion. And he clearly can do it. I mean, he's done it internationally. He got nominated for Nobel Peace Prize for what he's done internationally. <laughs> the irony just drips from that, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it's something. Jeremy, what say you? Uh, I'm I'm completely on board with James. It it hurts, um, and I'll caveat that with I don't understand why people turned on him because he represents Red now. Because these people are, were all in his social circle before he ran for president. These are people that he hung out with. He represented New York. He represented New York wealth. He represented everything that the New England states uh, liked, which was money, notoriety, and, and power and influence. And there's really nothing terribly wrong with that. Again, though, I don't... This is this is a lack of will on not only the president's part, but on his opponent's parts, too. And to be honest, I'm not sure that even if he was a statesman, that would it, that it would even work because they're so staunchly against him. Um, my to be honest, the president wasn't my first pick. Um, I was going to vote for Dr. Ben Carson, uh, Detroit native, uh, very successful, but um, you know, I had to pick and I'm going to pick red. So who, who, who now works for Trump, right? Correct. Uh, Correct. The pro the problem with Carson is he's too far right to ever get, get, get elected. Correct. I, and he's very quiet. I like him, but he's got some really right wing, uh, opinions or policies that he'll just never get elected. Like it's right. He is. The Republican version of Bernie Sanders, essentially, you know, he's just it's to the point where it's like you can't put him out there because, you know, I would have even liked to seen him possibly as a vice president. But I understand why they didn't put him there, because when he got in the primaries, he got destroyed because there's just too much far right wing stuff in there that that he, you know, so I, I get I'm with you. I, I like Ben Carson. I love when he comes on the news and talks. I always stop what I'm doing and listen to him. very bright guy. Don't agree with everything he says, but a very bright guy. I uh, wouldn't have no problem voting for him, but he's just not. He's not for a, for for a national race. He'll he'll never be uh, the guy. My I got one word for you. The reason why I there's times where I'm like, oh my god, what have we done? <laughs> is the one word is Twitter. Oh, get heavens. the hell off of Twitter, man, because I and look, I get he thinks that that's the only way he can get his his voice out. 
but he has no filter. And the, he, he tweets out some great things, but I'd say it's 70, 30 stupid things. You know, <laughs> it's like, would you, oh my God. So can someone get that damn phone out of his hand? <laughs> you know, just, I mean, uh, can someone, it's take, a horror show. can someone take that over for the next 72 hours, by the way, his Twitter handle, can they just take it over in it, you know, and say, look, before you tweet, I'm going to type it for you. And we're going to discuss what you're going to tweet because you're going to say something extremely stupid. And it's and it's going to, uh, it'll galvanize one part, but it will alienate the other part. And, and that's that's the biggest thing that, you know, that, that we get hit with is this Twitter, man. McGee, it's the only reason the press has something to pound it. Oh, they got gotcha stuff with him all the time on Twitter. Right. And, but it's the only reason if he was just able to not do that, he'd be trucking. They, they could, they could land base him over, you know, all this other, you know, fricking Russian dossier or, or whatever you want to put out there at him. I mean, that's, that's a no brainer, but the Twitter stuff is, yeah, it beats him. (laughs) It's cringeworthy. It's like, Oh (laughs) no, he tweeted again. I follow him on Twitter just so I know what he has said most recently. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go again. Uh, I think he might be. No, there's a couple others. But mainly because of the sports show, I predominantly only follow uh, sports writers as far as, you know, the bell that you can put on Twitter where where you know every time they've tweeted something. Mm -hmm. I usually only have that for sports writers. I follow political uh, reporters and writers all the time, but I don't have him on the bell because that would just never stop going off. But Trump and Candace Owen, I think, are the only two that I actually have on my bell so I know when something is, is being done. Uh, I'm hoping that if he gets elected, that Candace Owens is given something in s- somewhere, maybe not in the cabinet, but it's something to, some some kind of of uh, a job wor- working for the Trump administration. Cause they can Isn't she her- brilliant? Yeah, they can groom her down the road to be an actual candidate for the Republican Party. Problem is, she has no experience to lean right. on, and now, now that hasn't stopped AOC. But she has no. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe drop her into AOC's freaking district, and have them run against each other. Uh, oh. and, and every time AOC says something, she can just you know play the race card on her. Uh, the next thing that I want to talk about is. We didn't talk about this pre-show. Well, first of all, speaking of Twitter, you got to see the stupid-ass commercial, whatever you want to call it, ad that Taylor Swift put together this morning she released to... It's this emotional song in the background and trying to get people to get out and vote, but it's very underlying pro-Biden, anti-Trump. It shows Trump, I mean, Biden uh, hugging some little black kid and pinning a U.S. flag on his shirt and tears in his eyes, and then Trump ripping off his mask. It's just the biggest crap I've ever seen in my life. Uh, she is just, ugh. Just what about Sam Elliott doing the doing the uh, narration for one of the Biden? Oh, I heard that the other day. I'm in the kitchen. I heard it, and I yelled at my wife. I go, "Ow!" She goes, "What?" I said, "I'm out." She goes, "What is it?" Sam Elliott. I was like, "He's he, he, no, no. Say it ain't so." I was, Killing me. I was devastated. I was Stick like, I to the know- Dodge. Stick to the Coors. Dude, Stick to the cool commercials. I didn't know you were stupid. If you just would have told me that, I wouldn't have watched any of your movies ever. Oh my God! For Sam Elliott of all people to be on on the Biden train, right? Sam Elliott. I don't know if you have ever done a single show or movie where you're not twirling a gun. So just stop it, okay? Yeah. Um. But the thing that hasn't been talked about as much as it should have been in the mainstream media is what the hell's going on with these Biden emails? And is anyone ever going to have to? to to pay the piper so to speak because one of the main reasons why some if someone says why would you not vote for biden and you can throw all the socialism stuff away and everything else away my main thing is i don't trust the son of a bitch because the first thing i think of is he's doing everything for monetary gain he'll just get pushed out of the way if he gets thrown in office he'll, he'll become a puppet but as long as he's getting kickbacks he'll 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 you know you you can grease that that wheel as 
much as you want because Biden, evidently, his soul is for sale. James, what say you on these Biden emails, man? What's going on? I've been really conflicted about them because um, Mayor Giuliani, uh, Tucker Carlson, they've made a lot of bold statements. And even the business partner of, of Hunter Biden making a bold statement. But they're not really producing hardcore evidence. I know we're, that laptop coming from a blind IT guy, it's very unworthy of the only fact to hold your hat on. And I just don't know what, you know, if I can believe the left can lie, I can believe the right can lie. I can just tell you that they're, if they're politicians and their mouths are moving, there's a lie somewhere in it. I don't know what to believe. It makes sense, but then you look at the emails and there's, there's, there's so much more about this Hunter Biden guy that just keeps coming out. Like they got video of him smoking crack. Um, I didn't even know. I didn't know. I knew he was had issues with substance, but man, like it's ironic that it's crack because his father is the one that wrote the legislation that put the most severe penalties on crack sales in the right. country and why there's so many black people in prison. I mean, that is a fact of why I don't understand why the, the African-American vote is going to be dominated by him. And maybe it won't, but all intents and purposes, the media is letting us believe that it will be. I don't, if there's any substance to these emails, they should have, they should have already materialized. And that, if that's the only thing, why isn't anybody in the Ukraine or in China coming out with additional resources? Because they want Biden in office, man. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you straight. They want Biden in office. There are going to be parades in China if Trump gets overthrown. Yeah. Jeremy, what say you? Yeah, I'm, I've been slightly skeptical. I want to know, much like the Russian dossier, I want I want full disclosure on all of this. And I understand that, you know, there's probably some sort of federal investigation going on either through the FBI or you would think one of the other, what, five or six federal entities that somebody would be looking into this. Uh, Secret Service should be, since it's a former VP, if he's connected to all this business, right? So the... My, my question has been all year, why isn't there more a sense of urgency on this? Not just, not, not even for election purposes, throw away the election for, that, for these aspects. But why aren't people being indicted? Why aren't charges being brought up or paperwork being filed for not only this, this big, um, you know, Chinese payoff or Ukrainian payoff, Russian mayor wife payoff um, against Biden or for Biden, but also the dossier and the political, uh, the election meddling before President Trump even became president. So the, these things concern me. And I want to know why we haven't seen uh, President Obama in a perp walk yet. Correct. Because he gave the okay for all of that. That, Correct. Th that they quickly spun into an impeachment. Pro I mean, man, the ink wasn't even dry on him on him becoming president. All of a sudden, he's getting impeached. Right. So th this this worries me. So either one, there's so many underlying, um, I'll, I'll say it, potentially destructive information on clearly anybody, and as this thing's uncovered, it could. Who knows who this could ruin? But on the flip side, I don't. I don't care about if if you're dirty, if you're if you've been if you're representing our country um, in the political system, and you're getting paid by taxpayer money, then you owe it to the taxpayers. If you're wrong, hey, guess what, man? You're going to get investigated, and if you've been found guilty, your your butt should be in jail. And I'm I'm not sure why this is even. I just don't get it. So yeah, I have questions like James. I have uh, I have a ton of questions, and 
there doesn't seem to be uh, a tall list of answers. Well, the thing about the Biden emails is this, it's still pretty new. But the fact that it doesn't get covered on mainstream media is absurd. Flip, f turn the tables. This thing, same thing was going on with Donald Trump's son. Forget about it. That's all that would be plastered over the news every single day. That's my point. Uh, no, we don't have all the answers yet, but there, it's the narratives being controlled. And the reason why people doubt it as much as they do is because it's not being put on the mainstream media. Well, that's totally, I, I, that's totally unfair when for months and months and months, for no with no real cause... It was assumed that Trump was about to get impeached. Yeah, McGee, my my biggest issue with all this is where is this all this money coming from that Democrats are dumping into these these highly contested elections like North Carolina, uh, New York for AOC to keep holding her seat, um, Minnesota and Wisconsin, you know, and into the and into Joe Biden's campaign. If there's a slew of money, I know the Clinton Foundation has a slew of money, right? Where is all this money coming from? Because it's already been proven. There's been a huge hunk of money coming out of the Middle East. There's been a huge hunk of money coming out of China. What the heck? Speaking of that, one of the questions that, 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 that we are now being asked to ask in the political uh, calls is give me a 0 to 100, 100 being favor most favorable, 0 being less favorable of uh, your opinion of certain people. Uh, active in politics. You had named just popped up three days ago that I've not seen the entire time. George Soros. Wow. I saw that. And I was like, wow, really? They finally are admitting that he's at least involved. Right. Right. There, there's been nothing but denial from the far left for, for the entire year that, Oh no, no, Nothing to look behind the curtain. <laughs> so he just got connected, at least by conservative uh, talk show, like you said, a couple days ago, two or three days ago, and it has come out that he has dealings in the Ukraine. Oh yeah. And so I'm I'm wondering how he he helped overthrow the government. Was it ninety yeah. four? So what, uh, and bragged about it on national television here in the United States in 2003 and said, I'm bringing the fight to the United States. And we just slept that, on that right it. there. That right there. They should be, they should freeze his accounts. They should fricking, uh, hold him up. I want to see that old bastard do the perp walk. <laughs> <laughs> the perp crawl or stroke yeah. or stroke out when they take him to jail. Yeah, the perp crawl. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see him with his walker with the freaking little, uh, tennis balls at the end and he just has to get i that guy is is uh he's filthy he's filthy. why does he hate this country so much when this country helped him make all the money he has he's he's all because it's all about power and if he if he, if he gets the right people in place now i don't know what at that age you'd think it's enough already dude just go freaking drink yourself an iced tea and chill out and just run out the clock good god <laughs> what do you have less left to gain but, but maybe he wants to be known as a king or something in his in his brain. I don't know. These people with money that have power, all they ever want is more power. So I, I don't know. Um, That's true. I guess he wants to be immortalized one day as the, as, as the guy that, that, that brings. Hate to tell him. They built a statue of him. I'm cancel culture and the hell out of that statue. I'll be the first one out there with a chain and a rope. and Let's rip this son of a bitch down. <laughs> right. It won't even take a generation for people to forget about that dude. Nobody cares about him. Nobody cares. No, but uh, he he because the money he has that right. is it's been it's been highly suggestion suggested that he is the one that pretty much uh backs a lot of these Antifa type movements, right? The money that he has just to keep these kids afloat to do who knows if these kids would even do most of the stuff they do if they didn't have that money coming in, right? They, they might have to go what's get a amazing, job. What's amazing is he could use that instead of destroying major cities across the U.S., he could set up funds for these kids to go to school, for, to freaking go to college, to you know own small businesses, and to bring these people up 
instead of freaking destroying everything. But that's how he and did it in still- the ni- that's how he did it in the nineties overseas. He he funded basically rioters, and that's what he's doing now because it's all about tearing down the system. Because he's a firm believer in socialism. Don't know why. Because well, he, right, and, he, but he, he but made his money still, off of capitalism. You could still lift people up and gain influence and power. I mean, that's that's not how he plays. He, he, no, you're right. You're right. Dirty son of a gun. Um, one last thing that I I'll throw out there and then uh, throw it to y'all if there's anything else that you've got going. Um, I think you're going to see the African American male flip big time into the red. And there's a lot of reasons. 50 Cent coming out for Trump, Ice Cube coming out for Trump, a lot of other influential blacks that have come out for Trump. But I also. Little Wayne. Little Wayne recently came out for Trump. I also feel like you're going to have to see the, the way of the African-American male, this was laid out pretty well uh, on a show I watched the other day, is that their entire culture is, I want to make the most money I can, and I want to better myself and, on, and do it, you know, earn it, so to speak, right? And that is the song that President Trump is singing, Biden singing an exact opposite tune of lay there and take a handout. And I think, I don't know about the female vote, but the, but the African-American male vote, I think you're going to see, I think I saw it was 13% last time with Trump. I think you're going to see it. I think you're going to see it at least double this time for, for Trump. Not that I'm not saying the entire African-American vote, but the male will vote heavily Trump. And it was laid out pretty well by a gentleman on, on the news the other day that said, look, it's assumed that we're going to fall in line and vote Democrat because that's what our grandfathers have told us. But what we are seeing is that grandpa didn't really know what the hell he was doing voting Democrat all these years. It's finally coming out that, you know, what did, you know, everyone wants to freak it. I heard the other day, uh, one of the pundits on Fox news bragging about Lyndon Johnson and what he did for the African-American community. She, she, she was a liberal. I, I forget her name. And I remember the, the the famous quote from Lyndon Johnson that, that's been uh, that's been circulated for years. The, the, he supposedly said behind closed doors because originally the Democrats were against the African American voting, and then they finally flipped over and said okay. And he said he said don't worry, let them vote, and I'll and I'll have the sons of bitches voting Democrat for the for the next two hundred years. Just leave it up to me, because he because his whole thing was to just to build government uh, programs that would make everyone reliant on the government and make it seem like it was a good thing. And I I, I I'd say social media and a lot of other reasons are why it's finally people are waking up to that it is a terrible thing. Uh, James, what is your walk off, sir? Early voting ends today. Tuesday is voting day. Whichever two days you want to get up there, I would just encourage everybody to go and vote their convictions and look at the future of the country that they want to live in and understand that it does matter. And that the only way you're going to provide change is get out there and be part of the, the movement by voting. So... College football's on all day long, man. I'm going Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, what's your walk off? Yeah, James, I like it, man. Um, voting is one of the best ways to gain representation, and I strongly encourage people to put put away your personal paradigms, your feelings about how you might feel towards the president, about what. And really think about what's best for the country. Because I guarantee what's best for the country is going to be best for you in the long term. It's best to have freedoms. Freedom of speech. Freedom to protect yourself. Freedoms uh, to go out and be able to find a great job. Or work your way into a great job. Get an education. And that takes sacrifice upon yourself. You have to be willing to go out and do it. And go out and get some. And understand that the Democrats, the liberals, they want to hand you something 
but it doesn't mean you're going to make success. You're going to be successful from that handout. They're going to no. We'll all be in government housing. Yeah, and you know, being under, you know, getting a, a stipend every month or every week that meets the poverty line and so on and so forth. That's not a. That's not a hand up. Go out and get it. America doesn't guarantee you success. America gives you the opportunity to succeed. Life's not fair. Life's not equal, and it never will be. But if you're willing to put in the effort, even if you're not as successful as you wanted to be, maybe your children will see that, that you put in all that effort, and they're going to go out and, and bust their butts too. So go get some. And just one more reminder. Remember four years ago during these uh, d during the Tuesday election, there was a lot of voter bullying. I think people remember this. In a lot of your major yeah. cities, I expect it to happen again in Philadelphia. It was one of the main ones where there were uh, Black Panthers sh showing up, trying to get people, anyone wearing MAGA, to, uh, to be bullied. Do not let them bully you and report it immediately. Report it immediately to get them the hell away from the voting sites if you see it. I hope in a perfect world we don't see it, but I think you are going to see it. And remember, we all got phones. We all got video. Share it. Put it up on your Twitter or whatever and let people know that, that they're trying to vote or bully from either side. If there's a bunch of freaking right-wing loons out there, report them, whoever it yep. is. Everyone has the right to vote, and if we lose the election, I'll live with it. You know, eight months from now, I'm going, ah, I told you so. But, uh, but you know, I'll live with it. But everyone does have the right to vote because we live in a society where we agreed to live however the majority believes in. And so that's that's all I've got for that. And other than that, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit it. We hope to do this again pretty soon. Uh, things go haywire. We might do it late Tuesday night. <laughs> Full of whiskey. It's your problem is America. <laughs> we let you vote. <laughs> uh, but uh, everyone have a, a great weekend. Vote. Make sure to vote when, whether it's today or Tuesday. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of Wake Up Nation. Great job, guys. Thanks. Later, brother. Four more years. Four more years. Don't care if you're black or white or who you love. By the way, this is the West Cook Band. Make sure you're out there and uh, download it today.